Brad Court Talk, ABC's The Crossing. Welcome to the past that was. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Port Cannon. Man, there are things going down in Port Cannon. Yeah, some um, negotiations, kidnapping, sick kids, um, drones being flown into like really restricted areas. Attack hawks. Attack hawks, yeah. Like I thought it would be an actual hawk, like Fighter jets. No, they go over. No birds go after drones. So. Oh, so they have them trained like in Game of Thrones. No, they just do it. They just attack other drones. They don't like them in the air. They're like, get out of here. Go after. I mean, that makes sense. Like all the competition for a food. Yeah. Like just like in the ocean with mermaids. Definitely. Yeah, just like mermaids (laughs) in the ocean. Definitely. Um, before we jump into this episode, just want to remind everybody to check us over at purefandom.com where you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com. You can reach me on Twitter at jindev. He's Brad CB. You can also follow Pure Fandom on Twitter. You can find them as well on Facebook. Brad, do you know what else you can find on Facebook? Uh, on Facebook, you can find groups about hawking and, you know, where you take your hawks out and you have them go train and do stuff. Yeah, this is true. Like Lady Hawk. Yeah, Lady Hawk. Exactly. Just, so they, just they, like they, Lady somebody changed into a hawk and somebody changes into a wolf. Exactly. Just like that. I love that movie. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go do that. Um, but after you do that, you can find us, uh, Brad and Court Talk, uh, Pure Fandom. If you put in Brad and Court Talk, you will find our group. You'll actually find two groups for us. You'll find our regular group where we talk about just about everything under the sun, including um, this show, The Magicians, and everything else that we pretty much cover and the different movies that we happen to be interested in um we have a a nice group over there they post regularly with everything that they're enjoying as well so if you have something that you want us to talk about go ahead and post something in the group and um, we'll bring it up for you um we also have our van housing group on facebook if you have been watching that show go join in the conversation there we have some polls that's running and i try to post some of the behind the scenes pictures from some of the different actors and the showrunners um they've been doing a lot of that stuff on twitter and on instagram so i just you know, put everything over there as well. If you haven't been watching it, uh, what are you waiting for? You have lots of time to go ahead and check it out um, before season three comes. So do that. Um, also, if you have found us on our purefandom.com website, um, where Brad talked about all those amazing writers, if you are really enjoying the show, you should definitely check out our fellow writer, Ellen. She writes the recaps for The Crossing as well. Um, so we cover podcasts and she covers it um, usually the day after with her recaps or like the night of. Yeah, she's a little bit so faster than we are. She is. She definitely is. So what was this episode about? Oh, wow. Uh, this episode had so much going on. Uh, so this was episode four of season one. It was titled The Face of Oblivion. Um, so, of course, we have Jude trying to get his son Oliver back. And we have our girl Reese. She's doing everything she can to get to her daughter. And, of course, she does not know that poor little Leia is sick and possibly dying. Um, our agent, Ren, uh, she 
it finds out that uh, someone from the first group is married to one of her charges from the second group and she goes tracking her down. Of course, that does not turn out like she thinks. And I'm really, really hoping um, that that is not the last of Agent Wren for us. And also, um, Hannah, she uh, confesses all to Caleb and it, it turns out like I was hoping, thankfully. Yeah, we had a, a lot of interesting things going on. Yes. We had the child issue where, you know, Reese has Oliver and she wants Leia, which makes sense. And that's who Jude's after. It doesn't work out quite as well for him, though, because as we know, Leia's not doing all that great. She's a little on the sickly side. Well, his entire approach to getting her back was flawed from the beginning. No, it wasn't. He played that just perfectly well. Driving I mean, up to the gate, driving his car in. into the middle of the camp. No, it, they weren't going to go anywhere. He gets up to the gate, right? And he's like, "I need to talk," and they're like, "No, dude, you just need to go." And the only way he's going to get the attention that he needs is, of course, driving through the fence to talk to Emma because she came right out then. She did. And so he definitely understands why Lolea can't come outside to play. Uh, if she comes out of her little bubble, uh, she'll infect everybody and kill everybody early. Right. But you had to love the fact that so they're in there and they're talking to, you know, they're talking about needing to get Leia out of there mm-hmm. and how she's just like, no, that's not going to happen. So in walks Dr. Sophie, who has no idea what's going on, and Jude just like flat out tells her everything right off the bat. Which is what you want to do. Like, look, we have enough going on. My son's being kidnapped, and you already know some crazy crap is going on. Let's just tell you everything. Even though I kind of don't trust her a little bit, just because. Why? Why don't you I mean, I, I, I have, it is smart to be suspicious of every new character that you meet, as Agent Wren found out at the end of this show. I think she's just doing her own job. She got called into this thing, nothing else. And, you know, like she said, she's one of the five people in the nation who can actually help her child. So, so she trades herself uh, for, for Jude and Oliver. Is she just curious about Reese and what Apex really is? Or she is genuinely, she wants to help. She knows what's going to go on. So this is a virus that has spread. She's learned enough about this from the survivors there, right? Like Rebecca, I think, told her pretty much everything she needs to know. So Mm -hmm. now she knows that Reese has the antibodies or whatever in her blood that help Leia fight this disease. The only way she can't, she's already said that she cannot help the child. I mean, Leia's going to die in 48 hours if she's lucky. Mm-hmm. So, her only way as a virologist to solve this problem, right, is with Reese. It makes perfect sense to me and why she would just go, I need to go with her because this is the only way I'm going to be able to fight this whole entire thing. I mean, I agree. It makes sense. I'm just suspicious of everybody at this point, except for Jude oh, right. and Oliver. You're not suspicious. Jude's got some things going on there. You never trust him. Oh, he is completely, um, what's his name from Taken? Like, I've got mad skills finding people. Right. If you take my son, if you hurt my son, I will find you. Yeah. Now, was he bluffing that or no? Huh? Was he just bluffing that one or not? Oh, no. Like, I'm I'm sure he had some some skills. Well, he did track down the cell phone and got there right on time for, you know, Reese to say, ha ha, I knew you were doing that. Yeah, and his plan worked out. Now I didn't. And of look- course, we found out later that she was never going to hurt. Th- I never thought she was going to hurt him anyway. 
Like she sent him home. Yeah, she dropped him off at home. That was that was kind of interesting that she would do that. But she also knows that, you know, it's a child. She really doesn't have anything to do with anything. Right. But I love the fact when she took him fishing, didn't know what fishing poles were, wouldn't <laughs> grab the fishing poles, you know. Uh-huh. Some guys just deserve to get beat up. And he was Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching them limp off in the background. Yeah, that was enjoyable. That was not. It was just in the back. You just saw it. <laughs> it was just going back to her truck and leaving. And then she cast a line like halfway across the lake. So, yeah, that was, a, she had a good hangout with it, with Oliver there. And at the end, yeah. you know, Oliver's like, so, yeah, you stuck me with your girlfriend. I see. You did- yeah, she she's a little intense, Dad. Uh, you shouldn't date her. She didn't even know what a fishing pole was, man. Come on, <laughs> really? Hey, look, I'm here for Jude and Reese. Well, I was it found it interesting that Oliver, you know, apparently we were had this whole toss up, was he divorced, was he not divorced? It's apparently been divorced for quite a long time enough that, you know, Oliver's like going to set his dad up with another girl somewhere or you mm-hmm. know. So it just didn't just happen. It's gone that's gone on for a while. I can see that. Now. And I felt kind of bad because poor poor Oliver, like he got sent off with dad's girlfriend while dad was at work or so he thinks. Right. Yeah, I always was like, dude, I just wanted to spend time with you, and here's what I get. I got shipped off. Come on, man. Really? Other people outside the camp that are going crazy. Marshall is, like, really hooked on Hannah. Yeah, which is crazy, because I think he's somehow related to her. Is he, though? I don't know. Like, she got all weirded out when he when he seemed like he was flirting with her initially. Well, maybe. Or that could just be me. That, it I I don't know. I I would like to. Like, I can't think of whatever connection they could possibly have, unless she found his picture or found that um, that locket somewhere, like when she was in the future. And she's like, "Oh, he's cute." Well, no, they gave her they gave her locket and said, "If you find him, he's going to keep you safe." He does. She doesn't have to have a relation with him. I mean, so, I'm like, who is he then? He, like, how? Do, like, what is the connection? Well, you see what it is. He's living there. And his real name is John Connor. <laughs> oh no! His mother happens to be named Sarah. Oh, he could very well be of in something of that. You know, later on down the line is the reason why <laughs> she finds him because he rises up and dun 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 dun. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a connection there, though. It is something, but he's you know. Totally hooked on her, and he's got his ex, his, his current kind of girlfriend who wants to move, and he's like, yep, go for it. <laughs> She's like, I thought we could move together. Um, well, actually. He did take the drone in, and after his, uh, the, the guy who was helping him find it, his friend, uh, his brother or somebody, figured out where they were hiding this camp at, mm-hmm. and... They went to go ahead and check that out. They had a drone, and they kind of lost it because hawks attack it. He had a nice little <laughs> cell phone there. I was really curious with the phone dropped and everything else. Who who found it? Um. Oh yeah, you you saw though, right? Yeah, we saw at the end, but at, right at the beginning, okay. I was like, oh, who's that?" Right. Yeah. Initially, I was wondering, is that Roy? Could that be the guy? Um. Who turned in the the photo? 
Right. Because, like, we saw him taking information back to Emma. True. Now, Roy, we get the photo. Just We're just rambling, going on and on about this whole episode. We're not even in a linear mode, are we? Because <laughs> everything was really interesting. They all connect. Roy has the picture that he needs to get some information on. Was it Roy? No, it wasn't Roy. That was Paul. Yeah, no, Roy was the the guy I'm shipping Hannah with. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> the sunglasses. Okay. So, yes. And we didn't actually see him this week, did we? No. Nope. Okay, so Paul gets this picture drawn up from another survivor who's a really good artist and tries to get one of the agents to run a recognition to figure out, you know, if this person is here. He's like, dude, this is kind of like my wife. I don't know if she's here or not. Dude does like he should, turns it into his boss, and Ren um, runs it off the network, right? Cause well, she's about to. She's about to, and then she's like, oh, no, I for- totally forgot that. This is totally off the books, and... And, you know, everybody's setting me up, so I better not do this. Right. She finds out that there is somebody that's actually related to this picture, so she goes and hunts them down. Now she. Finds, I wish she could have had someone to take us back up. I, she's doing this off the book. She's doing everything. I know, I know. I said I wish she could have had somebody. So she runs into this woman. I did not catch her name. Did you catch her name? What, uh, Paul's wife? Yes. I don't think I caught her name. Okay. It may have been in the files that she had. It could have been. I didn't really catch it. I didn't write anything down on it. But she goes to see him and immediately shows a picture of Paul. And she's like, oh, it's my husband. And he was in this cult and stuff like that. And, yeah, they got brainwashed. And, oh, yeah, by the way, everybody thinks they're front of future. Yeah, that's how it goes. So she's got this whole cover story. Because right off the bat... You know, Emma was all like, oh, my God, really? It's true? It's all true? And, well, she already knew it. But Yeah, I think Emma was skeptical of her story. Well, yeah, I think she was, she knew, you know, enough with Leah, or Leah, that this is kind of, there's some truth in here. This is not a crazy cult that has this weird, you know, virus going on. Mm-hmm. So, she, Right as she's talking to her, she's like, oh, I got some old pamphlets. I can go get them. She does. And then uh, Emma gets up and goes to look at the pictures. And who do we see in the picture? No other but Linda. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, you think you guys would be more circumspect if you, if you came from the future and you're in the past. Everybody go their separate ways, okay? Don't take any few photos because if somebody sees you, they'll connect you to each other. You're being very suspicious now. Well, that's the only person who would connect them is right now is Emma. Was <laughs> the only person who would have a clue. Well, uh, her, him, and other people too from the future, well, like I Paul. I didn't think they expected everybody <laughs> to show up, but you could see that she always looked like she had children as well. Yeah, like she had a whole new life. Apparently, right. I guess they all have whole new lives. So whatever mission, like they were there on, I think they went off <laughs> off uh, plan. No, I don't think they went off plan. They they had to blend into society, right? Yes, and, but so what was the plan then? If she left her husband behind, oh, we don't know that part yet. But we do know they have been there for ten years, right? And she has a whole new life, and she had a backup plan for in case anybody ever showed up. 
But then again, uh, we also it was a know, bad backup plan. Well, their backup story. But they at least knew this from, you know, lenders like everybody's shown up. Of course, he probably knows who all is there mm-hmm. and said, oh, by the way, your husband's here. So if anybody comes knocking, he was in a crazy cult. But as soon as she, I guess, noticed that she was looking at the picture with Linda in it, she went ahead and shot her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Notice she didn't come back with any of the records that she said she had. Dude. Like that would have been like too much. It, like if they had fabricated that stuff, that would have been a good plan. Yeah, that would have been a good point to fabricate it, but there was nothing. And the last we see of uh, Emma there, she's laying on the ground, bleeding and starting to fade off. Doesn't look very good. She did get shot yeah. in the, on the right-hand side. the shoulder side. area? Yeah, she got shot on, like, the right shoulder. So okay. it's not, I don't see that as a fatal wound. I don't see it as like, a... They made it look super dramatic because she had her eyes all open and then right. she was bleeding out. Yeah, she didn't get shot in the heart or anything. She got shot in one side. Okay, granted, it's she did, she got shot in the shoulder, went through and through. Right, it's not a good wound, but right. is it a kill you in thirty second wound? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, but like, how did they clean up this mess? You just shot a federal agent. But she, it doesn't matter. Linda's a federal agent, and she works. No, for that's what I mean. Like. I don't think Emma's dead. Like she can't be dead. Like I, I refuse to believe it. Like I, I love this actress. Please don't take her away now. Yeah. Um. So, but what happens now? Like, do you take her to go uh, get treated and just lock her up until you try to talk her onto your side, like you did with the um the other guy, one of the refugees? It almost seems like you just go ahead and knock him off. Honestly, that's the way that they would do it. Because yeah. it's just a it's just a loose cannon right there. What do you do? I just but this the bodies who keep piling up. Yeah. There, there's a lot of bodies. A lot of bodies. <laughs> Speaking of bodies, Hannah has had enough of this crap. She's making a shiv. Yes, she is. She got her two butter knives and making a good old knife out of it. And you just kind of see this as she's sitting there, just you know, with the rock, two knives, expertly crafting this thing. You kind of get a sense of what they went through in the future. Oh, yeah, the future was brutal. Yeah, this is not an everyday thing that you know how to, you know, you know what, I can do this. We'll make a double-edged knife and all this stuff. And she's going after the the jerk guy there. But he he comes looking at and talks to Caleb, right? Who, Mm -hmm. as he's telling the story that she's a collaborator and everything else, and Caleb's like, yeah, you need to leave her alone. Because first the guy was like kind of worshiping Caleb because he was part of that that special team, and she he didn't really listen well to her, but she stops um, and Caleb stops her as she's got the knife out right, mm-hmm. and that was the interesting part there because he's he knew what she did, I mean that she was a collaborator and he hunted down all these people, but like she said, I'm like okay, they brought my father home, they cut his ha- his hand off in front of me, and they said his his head was next if I didn't help. You know what do you do? Right, and that's literally kind of where it's at. That's what do you do in those situations? Yeah, and as Caleb later tells her, like we've all done things like to survive, right. Like, granted, she's probably not on his number one trust list, but everybody deserves a second chance, and this is their first start. Mm-hmm. And, well, and Hannah also gave Caleb the opportunity to take her out, but, you know, pff, here you go. He didn't do it. 
because he knew he knows that they everybody did what they had to to survive. Right. So, where does that leave him with his uh, Alpha Zula group that he was in before? I mean, he did a lot of that stuff. Well, um, with the group that was for, that was in the future, right? Right. That was his. So I think he's going to take those skills, of course, and apply it to whatever they need for for their group now, to in order to help them survive one, and then try to figure out what's going on in the camp. Uh, we saw later um, the guy asked him like, "Who put him in charge?" He's like, "I did." Like, do you really want to face off with Caleb? Right. Well, that's what he. The guy's name was Luke, and then he's you know yeah. he's like, "Come on, dude!" And Caleb just like gets him in a neck lock and says, "I could just do it right now. I've done this so many times, you know." But nope, lets him go. I don't trust Luke. Luke's going to do something bad. Luke is going to turn oh, against yeah. him. Luke is totally going to become the um, the blackmailer in this whole thing. He's going to do something against Caleb as a collaborator, basically, is what he's going to end up doing. Well, he tried that already. Well, he's, he said he tried to blackmail Hannah. So, what, like, what could he have to blackmail um, Caleb with? Oh, he's going to do something later on. I guarantee it because he's mad that the Apex has killed his family. So, and Hannah got the walk for it. That's what his issue is. And now that Caleb's turned against him, he's going to do something about it. I, I can guarantee it. it's going to happen. Um, did we miss anything? <laughs> I think we kind of hit everything. There wasn't a lot from Leia this week because she was she was that out of it. Um, so other than knowing that that the woman who shot Emma was the mystery woman that was on the phone running the whole entire thing like two episodes ago that was her so was that her that was totally her okay so she said nobody could survive though right Uh, so that would go along with what she said yeah yeah Mm, yeah I mean if that's how they're running this camp where um, two outsiders can just kind of stumble across it, mm-hmm. like find it that easily and then get into it with their little drone. Uh, okay. I understand her way of thinking. Well, yeah, they easily got into it with a drone and I was like, they just can't just walk out of that camp. <laughs> just uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then Hannah, of course we saw her last week. She is, she got out of there in the back of the truck. Well, like, I need them to do better with their whole perimeter. Right. They have, what, 47 people that they're trying to keep in there. Right, because, you know, uh, that drone was flying for, like, a total of 30 seconds before it went down. I'm telling you, I was waiting <laughs> for, like, somebody to shoot it down until the hawk came. And drones aren't quiet, either. They're like, and it's kind of loud. That thing was loud. Like, that was my first thought when they said, oh, look, we can take that, and um, I haven't flown over the camp. Like, they're going to see that. They're going to hear that. Yeah, if they're tall, if they're high up in the air, well, they're fine. But no, not so much. <laughs> well, Caleb heard it. Yeah. Well, he, he at least found a phone. So, And then Mar- he calls Marshall right at the end there, which we're like, who's this? Oh, great. Now what do we got going on? Oh, I know. That Hannah. was kind of awesome. I was like, oh, look, it's her dad. <laughs> well, because, he, he, you know, when Marshall answered the phone, he said, Hannah. So Caleb's already found out that Hannah was a collaborator. She's done this. And now she's talking to somebody on the outside. What's the deal, Hannah? Yeah, he's probably not going to. I don't buy that you just happen to know this person. What, you know, seriously, what's up, yo? She's going to tell him she got out. Yep. They all need to get out. Go run. Yeah, pretty much. All right. You got anything else for this one? Nope, just good episode, and I really hope Agent Ren survives. Yes. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. Yeah, she needs to survive. 
Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, the Channel Zero series, all three of them. Uh, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Winona Earp, all sorts of goodness over there. There are a lot of awesome writers over the site as well, putting out some amazing work. All right, and if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode, make sure you send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com or visit us on the Facebook or Twitter. And until next time, if you go to fly a drone, watch out for birds. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.